Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One. Ahoy, Ham. Ahoy. And ahoy to you, Jacko. Ahoy. Ahoy. Very business-like, the two of you. Thank you. Let's get straight into it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. The reason why I brought you here. Uh, well, let's actually go to a, a, there's a psychic. Let's get straight out of it. Let's get straight out of it. The psychic has uploaded their uh, audio message. Psychic Ryan, ahoy to you. Ahoy, boys. Psychic Ryan here. Uh, it's 2008. I've just finished eating my gravy chips, but I've had a vision that you guys are going to need some voice notes. Uh, so I am here starting early, hoping that it gets to you in time. But here are some um, some tips of things just to keep an eye out for. They, they won't make sense to you now, but they will uh, in the future. Uh, take plenty of sickness tablets on the tool ship. You're going to want those. Uh, Hamish, mm-hmm. don't do the worm at the party. Um, it's not going to end well for you, mate. Don't break, do that. Break your face. Uh, watch out for the cursed watch. That's coming. Um, oh, don't let Jez lose the Bitcoin password. Um, I know none of this is going to make sense, but trust me, in the future it will. Oh, and um, one of you is going to lose touch with the common man. So I don't want to say who, but try not to forget where you come from, yeah? All right, boys. Um, Hopefully this makes it to you um, in time, but um, all the best. Good luck. It is a long upload period. It does take usually 12 years to buffer. Can I shock you, Ando? Yeah. I've had a psychic tell me that in the year 2050, mm-hmm. I travel back in time to 2008 and assume an English accent <laughs> as a guy called Psychic Ryan. Is that you? So the prophecy <laughs> is playing out. <laughs> hey, I've got a bit of, look, hard news, particularly it's I think for you. Start up with a bit of Tom Gleason hard news. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> you to swallow. And I wondered whether oh, you've been experiencing the same thing. Um, Hang on, is it hard news for me to swallow or just... General hard news, you've already swallowed it. I think it's ha- more hard news for you to swallow it. Dislocating the jaw now. <laughs> <laughs> Have you swallowed any of it? <laughs> I've taken it in, but it doesn't come as a <laughs> surprise. It doesn't you come as a surprise it. to me. <laughs> so double standards. <laughs> guy called Mark Hammond. Does that, that ring a bell? Oh, all names ring a bell. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was the man that won the copper sphere. Yeah, that's why it rings a bell. Back when we had the copper sphere off. Yeah. Um, so I'll take you back. Mark, arise, sir, because I have great pleasure in informing you. Oh, wow. Before you do, though, any new golf clubs from TaylorMade you might like instead? <sighs> Mark, this is a <laughs> once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. <laughs> um, the, the need for the sphere is great. I do need some clubs, though, but no. What about, year's, like, what about uh, a year's supply of golf balls? Oh, no. Can't, can't be done. Oh, uh, well done, Mark. He was you trying was... to slug with you, Mark, and you stood up. You're going to be absolutely mesmerised when you see this thing. Oh, I know what's happened here. So, Behind the scenes, Andy's chipped away to go, no. look, it would be a very big coup for my sponsors no. if I could tempt you away from the sphere. Sadly, sadly not. So he did reach out to me here. Yeah, no he reached surprises. out on Twitter and he said, hey, I'm having copper sphere regret. Can I go you've back? Got to, you've got to work through that. And I said, hey. You've made your bed, you stick with sure. it. And he said, can you put a good word in for like, No. No, absolutely not, you mate. You've picked the sphere. You've picked the sphere? <laughs> and there were, there were so many people that would have wanted to be in that position, Andy. Yeah. So, 
I thought that was it. I that mean, was, we that already was, that know. was a couple of months ago. That was ages ago. I we already know, it. though, from the spot price of copper that he's sitting on a small fortune. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he exactly. can sell it for scraps and buy a hundred clubs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I remember the maths correctly. <laughs> so, Haim, I've like thought that's it. Yeah, that's oh, good on you, mate. Yeah. Until, turning down an opportunity to plug the sponsor again for your golf clubs. Until I got a Uh-oh, plug opportunity email resurfacing. from another Mark, who is the product and marketing coordinator of that brand. I don't have to say mention them, but guess well, what? You might have to. He's got an email sent to him from Mark Hammond. Right, Mark sniffing around. <laughs> On their customer feedback email. It reads this. Hi, guys. Odd one here. I'd be very interested to see. I was on the Hamish and Andy show on Thursday, (laughs) and I was offered a parter instead of taking Hamish's copper sphere. I took the the copper sphere, thinking it was some kind of test. (laughs) It was. It was a sphere desirability test. And I passed up a free club or two. I'm not asking for the free club. Yes, you are. But I'm living in regret <laughs> and I really would love a new putter. Well, you are asking for a free club. <laughs> he goes on to then ex- explain the type of putter he wants. You can get those in copper, <laughs> uh, in colouring. And he thought that could be a, the perfect product. He says uh, he lived. Andy, he do lives. you really want this man associated with the with you and your sponsor's product? I mean, he goes. I, he goes. If the, if, if the stock is in, I live in Clayton and I'm happy to come in, <laughs> but can I cheekily ask for a discount? I'll bring the copper sphere in with me as well. It's pretty mesmerizing. This would make, <laughs> this would be one of the most insane emails they've ever read. <laughs> because I assume the person you're dealing with yeah. to get this unlimited pipeline of swag is the head of the company, yeah. not so the person no. reading their feedback this, emails. This got very, very, there's a very, very confused person at, at uh, kind of entry we, level. Do, have we put in a drum and golf mag, some sort of sphere for putter discount code? <laughs> So that's the thing. So he's experiencing coposphere regret. Right. Interesting. And I just wondered whether, I, have you experienced no coposphere? Way. No way. Um, well, that's interesting well, as well because he, I then- It might not be mesmerizing him enough. <laughs> Maybe I went, I went online and I saw that some people are going through coposphere regret. I thought you might have been there. No, and not quite. They're, they're, I mean, it's, it ebbs and flows. I mean, I've got so many other things to be mesmerized by, <laughs> but usually I come back to him and it's still pretty mesmerizing. Well, I found there was an instructional video online on YouTube, which was, uh, you had to pay for it, yeah. um, uh, which was helping people with- You had to pay for the video? Yes. So it was a subscription-based for Coppersphere Regret. And I've got some of the details here. I just wanted to see if you're going through any of these things. So this is how it starts. Hi, and commiserations on purchasing a Coppersphere. Don't need them. No doubt there are a lot of emotions that you'll have to work through. Mesmerisation. Stage one is regret. Regret that you spent way too much money on something that is actually exactly what meets the eye. A precious metal. It is natural to feel this way. So stage one regret. You, you, are you at regret? I don't yet? think you could call it regret because no. being mesmerised is not a concurrent emotion you would feel with regret. And also yeah. knowing that you've got a nice, highly polished mm. piece of precious metal tucked away <laughs> yeah. for when the copper price booms. Skyrocket. And it doesn't require a password you can't find. Okay, it's okay. just actual commodities, real solid copper commodity. I don't think yeah. anyone's calling copper a precious metal, though. <laughs> That's usually reserved for gold, silver. For precious, precious metals. <laughs> I mean, it's precious, it's precious to me. Yeah. It, yeah. 
precious to you, metal. Like, you know, your precious. mum would say you're precious, yeah. Jack, but you're not integral to Australian, <laughs> the Australian economy. But, you know, to her, you're a precious person. That make that response makes sense, Sam, because as I went through the video, this expert uh, excerpt kind of jumped out at me. The next stage is denial. Mm. You'll find you continue to deny it's a poor purchase. Mm. This makes sense because it's essentially just a shiny ball that you spent several hundred dollars on, so you have to defend your position. If you actually don't care you've wasted this money, you've probably lost touch with the common man. Or woman. And a lot of women are buying them too. <laughs> you, and we know you haven't no. lost touch. So I, I appreciate it for its value. Yeah. And the thing is, I, this sounds like this voiceover person, mm. whoever they are, yep. um, that's made this be they Sarah, our producer or not. Mm. Uh, mm. It just sounds like they've never actually held it in their hand because you, you definitely don't experience right. regret once you experience the weight of. Yeah. That adds to the mesmerisation. Maybe they're watching it, they're just seeing a picture of it, which is, I understand. No, it was a video and they were holding it in the in the video. Show me the video. I don't have it on hand, but I do have another excerpt. I've got two screens in front of me, three. The next stage is referred to as doubling down. A coppersphere purchaser will often try and prove their decision was correct by buying a flippy square that is equally as shiny. Joke's on her. It's not. It's Matt and I bought three. I don't think this person knows what they're talking about. There's scams are plenty on YouTube. Well, this is how it finished. For more help, please buy my audio self-help tape mm. outlining on how to deal with flippy square regret. <laughs> what kind of packaging does the <laughs> tape come in? Fairly shiny. Mesmerising. <laughs> it's really mesmerising. Um, that's a real shame for Mark. Mm. Um, yeah, so I, I just said to Mark, I said, sorry, I went back to... Is it, hang on, see, you know what? Is guy. Mark Hammond the guy from NCIS? Oh, he is, isn't he? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> yeah. why the name, it finally came back to me. Yes, it's the, the lead character in NCIS yeah. who's done the whole run. It's not him, I don't think, we gave the, the <laughs> copper sphere to. I, would, I feel um, like that Mark Hammond's been looked after enough that he's not sniffing around looking no. for free putters. I told uh, the other Mark, yeah. uh, the, the, the golf guy, to go... So he's made his own bed. Put him on the copper list. It's just like the blacklist, but it's the people that <laughs> yeah. have chosen copper. Right? Um, and he wrote back, I, I thought you might say that and we'll abide by that. So I I, I suppose we've got a man. Look, I wish him all the best. And, yeah. and it's completely up to you if you want to, you know, squirt him with a bit of uh, merch. <laughs> no, 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 not for me. Because <laughs> you've, you've got the hose. Yeah, You've yeah. got the merch hose. No, he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> The power moves keep rolling in thick and fast. Our book is still on the way. Our book is rolling towards consumers thick and fast, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, shout out to Rodney Howe, who actually sent us a picture. It's landed on my side of the fence. He goes, guys, I've been hearing so much about this coffee table book about power moves. I've actually built my own coffee table. <laughs> 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 to get ready for it. Mary Hans. That's fantastic. Lovely yeah, sort oh, of the red, book would look great red on wood that. piece. Yeah. yeah. He said he'd be happy to uh, take a shot of the book on the table. The Send it back in case we have people that are 50-50 about buying the book <laughs> but don't believe that it could rest on a coffee table. Yeah. He'd, he'd be the evidence. Well, just at the moment with the current designs, I think it would be, it would be a beautiful accompaniment to that table. Yeah. Uh, and any table, to be honest. It, it's going to work on most tables. We've asked the publishers to make sure it does. They've been telling us they've been putting prototypes on various tables around the office, yep. and so far it hasn't crushed a single table, <laughs> and it's been well supported. And the table seems to enjoy having the book on it too. Loves it. So it's a nice symbiotic relationship. <laughs> Let's jump into it. 
Um, and this is from David. Okay. Oh, sorry, if, if no, I may. You go for it, yeah. Uh, when someone has got a mortar and pestle out, you know the thing for grinding up hurts? Oh, okay. I didn't, yeah. I didn't but yes. Very specific scenario. <laughs> yeah. Walk up to them and go, do you know which one is the mortar and which one is the pestle? <laughs> Whatever they say, respond with no, it's the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> really like it. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone's. I'm not 100 percent on which one's the I pestle. I don't know. I didn't even know it was called a mortar and pestle, but I can't wait. He actually starts. He goes, "When anyone's got the old uh, M and P out, is it mortar? Yeah, I think it's a mortar and a, a mortar. pestle. Like it. Um, but which is which? This is from Taylor. Um, when you need help whilst buying an embarrassing item, okay, from generally a pharmacist, often you're on the back foot. Sure. Very difficult to get the power back from this situation. Yes. Do you have a nicotine patch shaped as a full body suit <laughs> yeah. to get maximum? Yeah. So yeah, I fungus cream condoms, oh, yeah, yeah. adult nappies. He's saying fungus condoms. Stuff. <laughs> fungoms. Oh geez. If yeah, if you got a rash, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or a fungom for two weeks. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. If they will take care of things. Start the conversation. Have you used a fungon, Jack? <laughs> never needed it. Knock on uh, touch wood, mate. You never, sir. <laughs> um, he says, start the conversation with, hey, you look like you'd know. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Very simple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I need a fungon. <laughs> you look like a man that would have slipped one like up from know, time what, to what's time. What's the best fungon in <laughs> <laughs> available for purchase. What do you use? I want, I want, I want the one the pharmacist uses. <laughs> Great. Uh, this comes in from Colton from Canada. Ahoy. Ahoy to all our internationals. Um, when you're in a conversation with a friend, find a way to make a reference to Steve Jobs. Immediately after that, explain to your friend that Steve Jobs was the leader of Apple, the company that made the iPhone. <laughs> this will make them sound stupid and uninformed. And the only option they have is to say, I know. The most low power thing there is to say. <laughs> Zach here. Power move if friend shares some small good news. <laughs> okay. Great. Nothing big, it says in brackets. No. Like, okay. Very small. Yeah. Okay. Like a bit of a, oh, I thought I got a parking fine today. It was a, you know, that, a loose piece of I paper. I think that could work. Always reply with, that'll be really good for you. <laughs> Implying their life is on track because a small, significant win happened. <laughs> Example, I got tickets to a concert this weekend. Ah, oh, that'll be really good for you. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. Yeah. And uh, Jaden Jones. Mm -hmm. Boys, I've got a power move that can be used while watching something with a group of people. When watching a far-fetched television show or movie, turn to someone you want to belittle and go, remember when you thought this was based on a true story? <laughs> <laughs> they will become confused or defensive either way, looking like an idiot who thought Paul Blart Mall Cop was based on a true story. <laughs> Great. Like it. Really like good it. example used to. I'm going to dare go for one more, even though that yeah. was stellar. This is from Ed Greenwood here. <clears throat> Power move. He's seen it done. It was genius. If you're attending a conference <laughs> and you want to get out of there, Wait until the end when the host throws out for questions. Let only one or two questions go before you raise your hand. And when the host invites you for your question, start with, well, thank you for a great presentation. <laughs> and I'd like to wrap things up with this final question. <laughs> hey, 
I haven't told Jack the backstory for this one, but I did send you, you did. an item yeah. the other day to go. It took me a while to figure out what you were sending it for. Mm. It was a barbecue. It was a barbecue. Um, I said, hey, mate, if you're interested in a new barbecue, um, have a look at this one. Jack, here it is. I've got a picture. More of a barbecuing system, isn't it? Because it's like stainless steel. It's got the tray out to the side. And a side burner. I mean, a lot of people, go if they go the extra level, they get yep. that side burner thing where you can put a wok or a deep Lovely. fryer Not or something. Familiar. I don't have that myself. Having been at the beach house recently, I know <laughs> you, you know, that's on wheels. So yep. that takes the cylinder, but yours is plumbed in. <laughs> yes, but, <laughs> I don't have a, nice. but I don't have a side burner. Back to common <laughs> <laughs> Um So that's the barbecue, Jack. Yep, looks like a barbecue. Uh, <laughs> it's... The Kalamazoo Outdoor Gourmet Hybrid Fryer Freestanding Natural Gas Grill with Side Burner. Yep. The whole Kalamazoo, yeah. as they say in the biz. <laughs> how much how much would you pay, Jack, for the for the barbecue? That looks exactly like a barbecue. Oh, uh, I guess those ones with the full kit can go above a thousand, hey. Thousand, fifteen hundred. They yeah. can go above a thousand. They can go. They just yeah. give you a little clue. They're just getting warmed up there at a thousand yeah. or fifteen hundred. Have, have an outrageous guess. Have an outrageous All right, ten grand. One hundred nine thousand five hundred and sixty-three dollars. It's not even a round price. Yeah, like, we can't a, go any less than this. We've got it it's down. It's a wild amount. It is. Wow. Yeah. Can I see it again? I mean, that's what I, I looked at it several times, hoping there'd be a clue, like it's got a diamond encrusted yeah. handle or something. Is it made? Is it all it's silver? No, but it's made no, of it's, silver. No, it's stainless steel. No, you think it's, it's twenty-four karat silver, don't you? Yeah. But I, you, that wouldn't be a good thing to build a barbecue out of because it would start to melt. It's a hundred nine thousand dollar barbecue. Yeah, it gives you an idea of the kind change. of brochures Ando's getting in his house. <laughs> <laughs> this is not even so, the expensive one. This is, my, this is the so entry this level. <laughs> and I said, yeah, but do you have any good ones? No. I said, so my mate was in uh, Winning Appliances, that store, and saw the barbecue. I was like, oh, well, wonder. This is for sale for, this is on. This is in the store. I thought you found this on the internet. No, no, no. It's. It's available. Retail of oh, no, thought no. Were, I thought it was clickbait. Off. I thought it was Buzzfeed. And you're like these barbecue top no. ten barbecue prices that'll make your eyes water. You won't believe the grill on number four. No, <laughs> my mate smiles. He was going to have a look at barbecues. He goes, "I'll go top of the road. I'll treat myself." Went down yeah, to winning appliances else. just around the corner from his house and has gone in and gone. Okay, can you show us the top of the range? They went. This is the one. He's like, "Oh, that looks really great. What's the price on that?" It's uh, just shy of 110 grand. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I feel like we should ring mm-hmm. them today. Uh, I've, I've got a contact for the barbecue expert. It's so the Kalamazoo. It's the Kalamazoo. His name's, this guy's name's Russell Crossdale, and he's expecting our call. I mean, they just can't. He doesn't know exactly why, but, I mean, if he sold one, I'd be... You'd need to sell one a decade. I'd be flabbergasted. Good morning, Russell speaking. Russell, it's uh, Hamish Nandy here, mate. Mate, how are you? Russell, yes, how are you going, mate? I hope we haven't caught you in the middle of uh, any sales. <laughs> no, we're all good. We uh, are all good. Hey, big fan of winning appliances. In fact, one of my mates <laughs> shopped there recently and was looking for a barbecue, and there's a barbecue in particular we'd just like to drill down on a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. More than happy to help. Are you all familiar with the entire range of barbecues there? Yeah, I like to tell people that I am. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. How, how many different types of barbecue do you guys reckon you sell at winning appliances? Different brands, it'd be 10 to 15 different styles, mm. probably five to five to eight different and styles of barbecues. Across those brands and styles, would, do you sell sort of one of each every couple of weeks or every week or are there some that sell uh, more than others? Yeah, there's absolutely some that sell more than others. And, and you know, there, there's some that are more of a considered purchase 
and some that, you know, they need to design a space to fit around their barbecue. Okay. Yeah. We're right. interested in the Kalamazoo Outdoor Gourmet Hybrid free, Fire Freestanding Natural Gas Grill and Sideburn. Are you familiar with that product? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Beast of a unit. What was that? It's a beast of a unit. A beast of a unit. Absolute beast. Yeah, yes, yeah. it is. <laughs> what, what's, the, what's the retail price on that one? Uh, it, it comes in three different sizes. So it, it comes with three different uh, configurations for burners. Go full. Uh, what's, if we start at the top, full spec. 85000 Oh, okay. Because it's listed here uh, at one hundred and ten thousand. I still think eighty-five is a lot. So have you sharpened your pencil for us? There? <laughs> <laughs> is this? Um, that's not the floor stock, is it? Uh, so the uh, the one hundred and ten thousand one is the is the hybrid fire K one thousand in marine grade stainless steel. Yes, wow. So that's designed for people who live by the water. So it, it's more corrosion resistant. It's, mm. it's, it's, you know, they've got a beach house so you can stick them for another 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> so what kind of guarantee do you get, warranty do you get if you, if you shell out 110 large? So it, it'll come with a two-year manufacturer warranty. Two but, uh, look, Yeah, but, you know, look, Kalamazoo is going to look after you. I mean, it, it's yeah. a lifetime purchase. It's Sure it's is. a very large considered purchase. They're always awesome. if you're selling your house to buy a barbecue, you want, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you want to make sure you've made the right decision. And can, can you I, live in it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. can I ask, how good is the sausage that comes off the Kalamazoo? <laughs> Does it? Do you have to do anything? Can you toss toss raw meat in, or and then it just you, it just yells at you and says, "Come across and have a sausage." That's exactly what you can do. Put a sausage in, it'll do the rest for you. But, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's such an incredible barbecue that, uh, look, those sausages are going to be the best tasting sausages you've ever have, had. Wow. Have you ever had a snag off a of Kalamazoo? I have indeed. How did it indeed. taste? It, it was the best sausage I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Is it true what they say with the Kalamazoo that you could... Catch a live pigeon, <laughs> close the lid on it, open it up two hours later, there's a perfectly roast turkey in there. You are going to have a gourmet meal with that pigeon. Let me tell you. <laughs> okay. Here's another question. How many Kalamazoo's yeah. of the, of the... Have you sold one today? <laughs> outdoor gourmet, gourmet hybrid, fire-free standing natural gas grill inside burners, do you sell, say, a quarter? Say a quarter. We, we, we do move a few of them. Wow. You know, I mean, being the price point that it is and the, the size it is, it is such a considered purchase. And like yeah. I said, it's, it's the sort of unit that the, the clients that are coming in are building an area to fit the grill. Yeah. Um, the, the K1000 weighs about 400 kilos. Um, now you compare that to a, just a regular run-of-the-mill barbecue that's about 85 to 90 kilos. Yeah, or yeah. So I mean, it, it gives you an indication of the size of it. So yeah. there, there are certain areas that you know need to be considered and built to fit the actual grill. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It is a considered purchase. You wouldn't just have it near the counter for people to <laughs> have gone in <laughs> to buy new tongs and go. I'll tell you what, I'll grab the K1000 as well while I'm here. Um, how 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 many people could it cook for? Um, if you if you were to cook, um, I guess in a in a smart kind of way, you could feed forty or fifty people with it. Right. Uh, so you're that, getting that, it. That, you're getting it down to sort of two two grand a head. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. starting to work out more cost effective. It is. <laughs> so if you went in with you know fifty of your mates 
and you sort of had a, a you know every weekend someone gets it yeah. then suddenly you're looking at a, on a timeshare basis yes beginning to be a bit more it is heavy though so the craning is, in of mm, it to your mate's house the craning's yeah, an you'd, exactly. have to, you'd <laughs> also need to have a crane mate a mate with you, a crane you need a central location where you can take your family to so it, it's really ideal for say you live on a street with 50 of your best friends mm. that has exactly. sort of a central park <laughs> exactly right that you could install the K1000 in and and it's agreed that you get a weekend a year. It's yeah. all yours, um, yeah. but cook for the street. Absolutely. And, and then, you know, it's going to cook very, very well for all you and all your friends. Have you, you had a sausage off a Weber? Yes, I have. How would you compare the two sausages? Uh, it, it's like comparing sports cars with family cars. <laughs> you know, they both, <laughs> right. They, uh, yeah. that good? They, uh, they, they both do them very well, but they just do them very differently. Yeah, okay. Yeah, nicely done. <laughs> I do feel at the end of the day it is just adding heat to a sausage. Uh, Russell, one final, one, one final question. Could when, you when taste they... a K1000 sausage in a taste test, in a blind taste test? I reckon I could tell, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> final question. Absolutely. Um, Russ, when someone walks in your shop, yep. Yep. do you know if they're a chance for the K1? Can you look someone up and down and just go... I'm a chance for the K1 here. Um, but before we had them, I reckon I could have. Mm. Uh, but, you know, now that I've started dealing with certain clients, no, I don't think I could. Yeah. Uh, you, you you'd be know. surprised at the, the clientele that come in looking at them mm. uh, and, and people that are very, very well aware of them. You know, they've seen them overseas. They've seen them in magazines yep. or yep. All online. Uh, it, it, it's really uh, quite a vast scope of people who are looking for it's it. It's a status symbol, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's 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 the Bentley of the uh, barbecue world. Russ, I know, you, I know you're busy. Um, we will let you go. Uh, oh, actually, I, I, I did. But I was just going to say, do you have a partner, Russ, if it's not too much of a personal question? Do you yeah, I do, yeah, yeah. a special someone at home? If you yep. sell a K1000 at work yep. and it's all you, no split commish, um, and you go home and your partner says, how was your day? What do you say? Uh, I mean, we work for the same company, so she's probably watching my numbers anyway. So. <laughs> I know, so, honey. Do you reckon they should have a glint in her eye if, you, if you, she'd be like, there he is, there's my K1000 salesman? He's Definitely not. Definitely not. We're not at that point yet. I'm not going to be blown away by my barbecue skills. Okay, so you're not at the point yet where you're putting through fake purchases of the K1000 to refund at a later date just to impress your partner? <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get there eventually, but not at the moment. Not about Brilliant, Russell. Final question. I know I've said that a hundred times, but we have a loyalty card here at the Hamish Nandy uh, podcast. Uh, yep. it, it entitles uh, any card holder to 10% off uh, any store worldwide. Yep. Um, Probably of, seen a few of them coming through the doors. Of that ten percent, the the customer is required to give five percent straight back, straight to, back you. to you, Russ. Um, yep. Would you guys accept it? I don't see why not. I mean, you know, it's it's not my decision, but yeah, absolutely. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's the card the stores love. It's the card the stores. You love. get five, they get five. Everybody wins. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Well, oh, thanks so much for your time, that buddy. Was fascinating, Russ. Cheers, Thank buddy. you, mate. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Hey, I'm an ongoing saga that we're forced to come back to yeah. reluctantly, of course, because we're about uppers in this show, and this one is certainly a downer. Would but you say it's well? It's a weight on the show. And yeah. If there's if there's one thing the Wright brothers taught us, yeah. just before they took off on their famous flight in the Kitty Hawk, mm. they yelled out, "Hey." 
someone get that anvil off the plane <laughs> because <laughs> you can't get airborne with something weighing you down. Yeah, yeah. And that turned out to be quite one of their most famous quotes. It's a, it, it, that's true. It's also a cloud over the show, isn't it? It's a cloud. And they also said, oh, well, why don't we wait for this storm to pass <laughs> yes. and it'll give us time to unstrap the anvil. So, and so both of those things, I think, helped that initial flight for the Wright brothers. And that's and what we, we need, do. We need to get rid of a cloud. We need to unstrap and, an anvil. And we need to unstrap an anvil. And the anvil, of course, is this the cheating scandal. <laughs> that's the cloud that's hanging over us. Yeah, the scandal the, anvil. The, the, and the scandal anvil is, we don't know what it's made of. It could be made of lead. It could <laughs> really be an anvil that is weighing us down. Or it could be a hilarious film prop that's made of styrofoam and, in fact, would have been a funny thing to take on your maiden flight on Kitty Hawk. So for people seeing the right ones going, gee, they're doing it with an anvil. And they're going, ah, just joshing with you guys. Yeah, that's a film prop. Straight from Hollywood. Uh, um, Anyway, Nick joins us again now. Nick, apologies to you as well, mate. It's obviously, ahoy to you, and uh, it's obviously been dragging on. Yeah, ahoy, boys. It is going for a bit. I just want to get my innocence out there. Yep. You know? Well, it has only dragged on for 10% of the total time we've ever done the podcast. Well, I suppose it's pretty, <laughs> I suppose it's pretty long. I suppose it's getting to the stage um, of a long drag on now. But People joining the show right now, Nick, uh, showed his special skill of being able to recall every special skill that we've tested on this show and whether they got it right or wrong. Celebrated episode um, 100 with it. Yes. He has since uh, it was challenged as to whether he was cheating with some kind of spreadsheet. Sheet. Maybe yeah. he used the app. Uh, Nick, where we are at, the, at, at this stage is we haven't gone to a formal grilling, yep. um, which is the, uh, the, the the next step in the process, um, but we offered you a chance to find you a lawyer, and that's why we wanted to get you back on today. Did we find one? Nick, we had some great, we had some great contact from lawyers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just kick things off here with, a, with Jordan, who writes in, as a professional lawyer, so already you get the vibe that he's a lawyer. That sounds lawyerish. I have grave concerns over the legality of the, con- of the conduct in episode 101 of the Hamish and Andy podcast, and then he gives dates. It's all very kind of like he's wow. giving evidence. Um, with the tribunal phase of the hearing complete, I feel obliged to inform you of the necessary conduct for a fair trial henceforth. The defendant, Nick, must be allowed access to a duty lawyer. Which, is, which the court must provide, I mm-hmm. guess that's us. Um, and if he cannot provide one due to his own financial hardship, or which we've said all this, we, yep. can, we, can, we can take care of this. He said, look, at the, he said, to this point, proceedings have been shambolic. Oh, that's <laughs> And I have no confidence in this court to deliver a fast <laughs> and fair and just verdict with the threat of a formal grilling and a witch hunt looming. Yeah. The defendant must be allowed proper counsel. Is I he, support this. He's, he's not putting himself forward. He says, I'm not putting myself <laughs> forward. <laughs> but I support the, the movement to okay. give him proper counsel. To av- and he says, you know, nobody wants to see an innocent man sent to death row. So, <laughs> wow. Jordan might may, may be confusing this podcast mm. with another true crime one he's listening to at the same time. But, yeah, Nick, he's everyone's in support of this. Okay, Nick, let me put some people to you, okay? And then you've got to yep. pick one. This is William. Okay, hasn't shortened his name. Mm. <laughs> could go with Will, but no, William. So obviously he's very official. Is ahoy, boys. I'm a lawyer willing to represent Nick on the allegations of the special skill, the special skill coin fraud. Yeah. Not a fancy courtroom litigator like you see on TV. I've actually never represented a client in court. Mm. I'm more of a corporate mergers and acquisitions <laughs> type of guy. Well, I suppose we're hoping to merge your good name, Nick, with the concept of truth and justice. <laughs> so it is a merger of types. Um, and look, he's confident that he can he can do the job still. Yeah. Um, it's just the kind of lawyer Nick needs to clear his name against these baseless allegations. He normally charges five hundred thirty dollars per hour. Oh, must be nice. But <laughs> must be very nice. But I'm willing to represent Nick for a token of no value and promises to not attribute any value to it. Kindest regards, William. 
a uh, special counsel of a large national law firm. He does sound honest, Nick. Mm. I mean, I've got one here from Fraser. Yep. Um, doesn't actually say he's a lawyer, um, but he puts forward a few defences, saying okay. Nick was called out of the blue. He didn't have time to didn't have time to, to prepare a reasonable yep. a reasonable defence. He said um, most of the evidence brought forth before the tribunal is character only, mm. character only, and it has no no bearing. On uh, on what's actually on trial, hmm. said he should not be trialed. To, the, the trial shouldn't be about whether about whether he's a devious or suspicious man. Hmm. The only job is to access, uh, is to assess. Sorry, the accused crime in isolation. I think that's I think that's fairly true. Yep. Then at the end, he said, "Look, I'd be happy to represent Nick. Um, I would like to sue the Hamish and Andy show. Should oh, we be found innocent <laughs> for an eight coin coin?" Then he writes. Uh, octuple or nothing, you'll find is very common in law circles. <laughs> I've not heard of octuple or nothing, yeah. but he puts forward he puts forward this concept of counter suing, which I don't think is fair because I, I feel like we're trying to run a pretty fair trial here. Yeah, we, we hopefully Nick doesn't go with him. Um, what was his name? Um, that was Fraser. Nick Jake has also submitted. Hey guys, I'm a lawyer, got a degree in shit, and if you don't believe me, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fine. I can talk my way out of anything. So. That's his vibe. Uh, he goes on to say a few other things, but um, he says <laughs> he's also... A couple big claims about 5G. He also <laughs> says that he's the world's most expensive liar, costing $1 billion an hour. Jeez, um, and he's happy to do it for free for yeah. you, Nick. All right. So, so that's Jake. Can I throw one more in the mix, Yep, Sam? okay. So at the moment we've got um, Guy not submitting himself. Fraser, I'm unsure if he's law on my side of things. We've got the mergers and acquisitions guy. Yep. Will, and we've got the lawyer Jake. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> This is from Chris, and the reason I leave it to last, not to lead the witness, but it was a very good application. Long-time listener, first-time emailer. I'm a lawyer of a top-tier firm in Melbourne, mm. and my currently hourly charge is $429 an hour. Must be slightly less nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like Nick, I was once put through a formal grilling oh, wow. where I was wrongly accused of cheating on a test. I was ambushed by my accusers, and I was not offered legal representation. This experience is what inspired me to become a lawyer. Over the years of listening is to the podcast, is it just me or are we casting Will Smith as this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Over the years of listening to the podcast, I've noticed that Hamish is quite good legal mouse. <laughs> Don't know how he got that, and better than average Sustained. debating skills. <laughs> Therefore, when Nick was first accused of this crime and opted to do a no comment interview, I knew this bloke needed a lawyer ASAP. <laughs> I see and hear a lot of myself in Nick. I feel that representing him at his formal grilling is why I became a lawyer. Hashtag free Nick. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Nick, who you'd like to go with? I don't know, Nick. I like the guy that said I'm a lawyer and shit, but it's up to you. <laughs> yeah, well, the um, the potential counsel was was um, a bit appealing, but since I've heard Chris's, mm. I think since he's got that shared experience, he'll have the passion yep. and the motivation to um, fully represent me. Yeah, great. So, we'll, we'll connect you two, guys. Chris. Yep, we'll connect you. Uh, that's fantastic. We'll get we'll get straight onto this. And when now that we've got all the pieces in a row, mm. when is the formal grilling? Is it um, next week? So is is the lawyer representing him at the formal grilling? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's he's where the I guess where the barbecue. Yep. And the lawyer is um, the uh, well, I guess he's a heat shield. Yeah. Before, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. and where we all have. To, is he a heat shield? Because we want to, we do want heat to be applied to Nick. Nick's the meat, yes, and we're grilling him. Yeah, uh, I guess the lawyer is the spatula. Yeah, can yeah. save him when he's done. <laughs> we'll work out the analogy, Nick. We'll yeah, chat. Really thought that through when they uh, came up with the concept of grilling. <laughs> we're all in tuxedos, though. It's a formal grilling. It is a formal grilling. <laughs> 
Ain't been a cracker show, um, but obviously we need to continue our quest to locate and display the best special skills in all of the land. This comes in from a alert listener, Matt. He's in Canada. He's in Vancouver. Now, the, the fact he's in a different city gives us a good clue because his skill is city-based. Okay. Um, so it's it's an amazing skill. It's not something you could learn. Okay. This is it, this is what interests me about Matt's skill. It's kind of vibe-based. It's, oh, like it's it, intuition. Yeah. Yep. And that's really, they're rare, those special skills, but that is the, you know, you're getting closer to the X-Man type. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> attributes there because yeah. it's sort of like, I don't know how I do this. Yep. I was born with it. Yep. Some, when I touch a playing card, it goes explosive. Yeah. Not my fault. <laughs> it's just what happens, right? He believes he can pick any, if we pick any city in the world mm-hmm. and we tell him the time, which would be kind of be now, uh, he can tell us the temperature. Oh. So, so maybe he's well-travelled. He's just always got a global feeling yeah, of what the, the temperatures are at <laughs> yeah, okay. um, over time. He's sort of like the NASA satellite that, you know, yep. goes, uh-oh, the planet's heating up too much. But that's sort of in his head. He's got that capability. He joins us via Zoom now, I guess, from Canada. Uh, ahoy to you, Matt. Ahoy. Uh, good to be here. Happy birthday, Andy. No need. Thank you uh, so much, Matt. <laughs> um, Matt, this is very Exciting, and I assume Ham the reason why we wanted to kick this off with a Zoom because it's yep. the first one we've, the time we've done this. Yeah, this is we is the to, reason we're zooming. To shore Maddie, up our uh, defences a little bit from cheats. As you'd be aware, there's been some scandals. He's not. Uh, there's been some recent scandals. Yep. You'd be across that. We can very very clearly see in your um, background you do not have spreadsheets anywhere. No. Um, nor do you have any assistance. Uh, we believe this to be something that you can just tap into, but just in case. Um, we might get you to hold up a piece of paper or something in front of your face or just close your eyes. <laughs> Why, that could be the spreadsheet. That's all possible. <laughs> well, show us the paper first. <laughs> hold up the nearest spreadsheet. Think, wouldn't it be, <laughs> would it be fine for him just to have his hands what up? What if he's already clicked on it on the screen? Okay. Uh, can you do this first, Matt, just like a classic? Oh, yes. A bl- yep. Self-blindfold. Self-blind. That's, That's all we need to see. Yeah, um, when he answers. Uh, okay. All right, You'd, we're going to do five cities. Great. And uh, we'll tell you the time. People can play along. Hamish knows the cities. I don't. Yeah. And uh, so I'm going to see how my vibe goes because it's nice to have... No, oh, I need to see a, your hands up too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, um, uh, it's nice to have, it's have a fun control. It's nice, nice to have a control as well because I'm a late person. Along. It is fun. Yes, can't I can't argue. wait to have my fun. People enjoy playing along with things. Okay, here we go. Jack's got the opener. <laughs> do it. Today, Zipper City's feeling hot, 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 or cold. Right. <laughs> well, we're going to need more than hot, 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 or cold. I appreciate that's excuse, the perfect symbol there. Uh, we'll need more than hot, 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 or cold. Mm. We'll need it to within plus or minus one degree Celsius. That's the band oh, I'll give. That's tough. Well, what do you mean? Oh, oh, is, that is tight. Well, it's, what yeah, do you we, want? I reckon we go two, mate. Plus or minus two? Yeah. So if it's 25, you can be twenty as high as 27, as low as 23? Yeah, I think that's, that's the ambient temperature. Pretty the, big band. Yeah, okay. But anywhere in the world, and you're just picking right. at the time. You're getting plus or minus two, which means you're going to get four out of five, man. I think that's fair. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like we've played straight into your hands. <laughs> Okay, Matt, um, place your hands over your eyes mm-hmm. to remove any accusations. And a bit tighter to your face, please, because it could be <laughs> just, yeah, thank you. You could be peeking a bit downwards there. Or if he's written on his hands. <laughs> Show us your hands. 
Show them to the camera. Yeah, they okay. are clean. <laughs> okay. They are clean. Okay. And show us this the, can you show us your ankles so you don't have someone <laughs> tapping Morse code to your ankle like in the film Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels? There we go. You're good. Can you show yeah. us your ankles? Yep, he shows the clean ankles. ankles. <laughs> okay. I mean, if this guy's cheating, I don't know how he's doing it. Okay. The first city is Santiago in Chile. Oh, what time is it in there? Sorry, I should point out it's 10.39 p.m. in Santiago. Mm, okay. Okay, do you want a thought process or do you just want an answer? Yeah, give us the TP. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, so it's winter in Santiago. Highs, I'd say, normally around 15. Lows, close to zero. So I think it's seven degrees. Seven degrees? Same. Yeah. It's nine. He's got it with the margin of error. He's got it. He's got it. Okay. We move on. We move on. Uh, currently, let's let's jump down uh, to Vienna in Austria, um, where it is. Don't worry about blindfolding yourself anymore because we, we, we've, we've, yeah. we've, he's currently right 4:40 a.m. 4:40 a.m. in Vienna. Okay, midsummer in Vienna. The highs are getting around five. Lows are probably 15. Did you say the high? What, what did you say the high was? Sorry, man. About 25, I'd say, in Vienna. Okay. Um, so the low at 440, it's going to be close to the low. So I'm going to say it's Dark. 17. Darkest before dawn. Ooh, it's 20. Oh, he's oh, missed it by one. Gee. But it's okay. It's, it's impressive, Breaking. though, isn't it? It's good. It's okay. It's really impressive. It's okay, because okay. we're moving to Chicago, where it's 9.40 p.m. Okay, uh, Chicago, midsummer as well. Pretty humid there. Probably would have got to 25 during the day. Still pretty warm. I think it's 20. It's 25. Oh, oh, yes. oh I'm gone. You oh, are, gone, but you are, so, unless you get the next one exactly right, which buys <laughs> you back in. <laughs> we have to because it's so impressive. It's good. Yeah. He's, got, he's got two to go, doesn't he? Yeah. Let's 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 bring it down to one either side, one degree either side yeah. for the last two. If you get the last two, you still got the coin because I'm mid game rule change. <laughs> mid I appreciate game. it it's because it's fun. It's fascinating. Yeah, it's to great. Hear I'm loving it. it. Yeah. Uh, Dublin. It's three forty-one a.m. and drizzling. Uh, oh, Dublin no, no. is midsummer, but they have a shit summer. Um, I think the highs are only 20, and I think it is about 16 now. Oh, well done. 15. <laughs> yes! I thought, I, I thought I'd led you astray because I told you it was drizzling, which you'd think is cold, but yeah. for some, for somehow it's 15 degrees Celsius at 3.41 oh, in the morning. That's that's constantly the British weather, hey? Yep. You, got, you said it, Ando. Okay. Here we go. Okay, let's bring it home. He needs something something exciting here. Do you also think about elevation of the city? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's all in the algorithm. Don't worry about that. <laughs> we'll take it. Um, okay, it's 10.42 a.m. in the bustling metropolis of Hong Kong. What's the temp? Okay, there was a curveball on the... Altitude, yes, because that's a sea level. Um, that is a sea level city. I was looking at La Paz, and I thought I'd pivot. Yeah. Um, okay, ten forty-two. Hong Kong is pretty consistent. Uh, I think it's twenty-nine. It's exactly twenty-nine. Phenomenal. And I don't want to immediately rain on anyone's parade, as we know it's raining in Dublin at the moment. <laughs> 
But for the last two, you did have your hands off the eyes. I told him to take oh, it down. I know. I know you yeah, told him to. Told then we went from a margin of one yeah. to bang on. No, mate. I'm I'm not accusing anyone of cheating. I'm just we saying can't. the graph is going to, people are going to notice. No. But I believe, I believe, I'm just pointing just out. Just the way he talked it through. Yeah. Yeah. This, I, have, I believe. Yeah. We I can't, believe. we can't. Have I'm not. To, I'm not. Matt, one second, because I keep wanting to, I want to celebrate you, so sure. I'm celebrating. Sure. But but we can't bog. De- we, Who's the only guy out of your chair? There's got to be. I'm celebrating no, you, my Matt. point is Love for ongoing, I reckon we've got to go back to the honesty system because there's too much, too <laughs> yeah. many hoops at yeah. the start. There's too much rigmarole, red tape before we get to the business. And how good was the business? The business was amazing. Yes. And then you bought, you bought a home bang on the nose with Hong Kong. Oh, what do you think goodness. Hong Kong will get to today at 29 degrees? Like what's the rest of the day hold for Hong Kong? Hong Kong will get to 31. 31? Yeah. Pretty good. I'm looking at the upcoming five hours for Hong Kong. We go 30, 31, 32, 32, 32, 31. Oh. That's pretty good. Yeah, he knows. He knows. He knows. You know Matthew, you've got yourself a coin. Congratulations. Oh. Get you. <laughs> You've got a coin there. I just want to say to anyone that's noticing how accurate he got towards the end, he got his eye in. Yeah. I completely believe that. Oh, yeah. There's, no, no one's upset with the rule change. I'm just compl- I'm just throwing it out there yeah. to just cut this stuff off before it becomes a thing. <laughs> You're outstanding, Maddie. Um, what Can we just ask, now that you are a coin owner and you've got one heading your way to Vancouver, why are you so good at this? Um, I don't know. I've lived in three continents, so I've got, got a good feel. And then... Uh, and then just constantly checking, constantly staying in touch. And uh, <laughs> he just knows. That's what it takes. You know the weather bands. That's what and it takes. have you ever accidentally, do you ever go to put a jacket on? Because you sound like you're a Kiwi. Are you a Kiwi? I'm a Kiwi. No, yep, no, do you ever no, put yeah. a jacket on and go, wait a sec, not in Dunedin, I'm in Vancouver. Just <laughs> readjust the algorithm. Or are you, are you never slipping up? That's spot on. Spot on myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He knows he's in Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, not, not as impressive a skill. <laughs> I always know what city I'm in. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.